Hey everyone, welcome to the PDX Beat Podcast, the weekly culture show that keeps a finger on the pulse of all things Portland. I'm your host, Amado Lumba, and in this week's Beat, we will talk about the most important meal of the day. No, I'm not referring to whiskey. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I, of course, am talking about breakfast. According to the oft-questioned algorithm of Yelp.com, there are nearly 800 places in Portland proper at which one can enjoy the day's first meal, ranging from the traditional to the unusual. Pho for breakfast? Yes, please. But that is truly one too many places to try for anyone to present any sort of top 10 or best of list. In fact, I tend to shy away from such lists that I happen upon on the interwebs, because breakfast, as a subject matter, is not prone to objectivity. So, what I'll be presenting to you in this episode is my own personal selection of breakfast joints that, if pressed for an opinion, would be among the top. But I want to break it down even further and subcategorize them somehow into popular dishes. We'll start with... A classic. Whatever the classic is, like bacon, scrambled eggs, and the hash browns. They call it everything different, but that's what I get. Why, why do you gravitate towards that? I don't know. It's because I'm, I'm just a creature of habit, and I just like to get the basics. It's true that sometimes all one needs in the morning, especially after an evening of debauchery, is the good old traditional American breakfast of fried eggs and crispy bacon, complemented with a couple of slices of toast, and in most cases, an unhealthy serving of hash browns. Basically, the kind of breakfast that you would find just about anywhere that serves this morning meal, especially at diners. And to me, nothing comes close to the Roxy Diner located at 1121 Southwest Stark Street for this classic meal. Maybe it's because the restaurant is open 24 hours a day, a rarity in Portland, or the fact that you would be dining among the most interesting Portlanders to ever assemble in one place, especially at 2 in the morning, or probably because they're not kidding about their bacon. Four thick slices of perfect cured pork served at just the right amount of Christmas. They call their version of this classic dish, aptly enough, the standard breakfast. Get it while it's hot. What's your go-to dish, breakfast dish? I think it's probably Eggs Benedict. Again, I won't make it at home. It's comfort food. It's great. Mine is Eggs Benedict as well. Um, My husband is an excellent cook, and so we always order things that we don't like to cook at home. And so I've tried every Eggs Benedict in the um, greater metro area. Eggs Benedict, hold the hollandaise. Hold the hollandaise? That's not even a Benedict anymore. I know, but who needs all that fat? A little bit of hollandaise. None. You don't put anything in it at all? Nope, I like it very clean. Probably Eggs Benedict with, you know, bacon and avocado and, and that stuff. If I'm hungover, it's biscuits and gravy all the way. Biscuits and gravy is always a good thing, but the avocado is kind of making it fancy. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm a little bit Portland. Eggs Benedict. That seems to be uh, the common thing here, but why Eggs Benedict? Because it's delicious. And I'd have to have a mimosa, a mimosa with it, too. Uh, there's somebody who actually likes Eggs Benedict, but without the hollandaise sauce. What do you think about that? I think that's ridiculous. I have to be honest with you. Eggs Benedict is not among my preferred dishes to order for breakfast because I just feel that there are other more nuanced selections deserving of my morning hunger. 
But if I were to summon a memorable ex-Benedict experience, it would have to be the one that happened several years ago when, on a whim, I decided to have breakfast at the original Dinerant, located at 300 Southwest 6th Avenue. Side note, I've never been a fan of the term Dinerant, which clearly is a portmanteau of the words diner and restaurant. But I can't ignore that there was a time in that Dinerant's early years when they served a superb lobster eggs benedict. I mean, if you're going to have protein with your breakfast, why settle for Canadian bacon, especially when you can have lobster? Alas, the original Dinerant no longer serves their eggs benedict with lobster, opting instead for steelhead, which, although it still sounds quite tasty, likely doesn't compare to the mind-blowing combination of tangy hollandaise sauce over pillowy eggs nestled atop buttery lobster. Pardon me while I wipe slobber off my face. Let's step it up a notch on the figurative and literal scale, and talk about chicken fried steak because you just can't make that at home you know you get that there with the hash browns and the gravy all over everything eggs over easy it is beautiful ah chicken fried steak it is to me the pad thai for thai restaurants in the sense that i've recently come to judge breakfast places on the basis of how successfully they pull off chicken fried steak which is fairly common enough but not necessarily offered everywhere I'm glad to report that I have not one, not two, but three restaurants slash diners slash greasy spoons to recommend to you. I'll start with Holman's, which is located at 15 Southeast 28th Avenue. The chicken fried steak at this joint is solid, not to mention huge. It's akin to the one offered in the heyday of Hungry Tiger 2, which did not make it on this list because, alas, they no longer have the chicken fried steak on their menu. But really, the biggest draw for me at Holman's, apart from the artery-clogging diabetes on a plate, is the fact that you can spend to win the cost of your breakfast. That's right. They give you the chance to get your meal for free. Who wouldn't like that? I've never won, but soon. If you want to order the chicken fried steak at Dockside Saloon and Restaurant, which is located at 2047 Northwest Front Avenue, you'd have to call it by their moniker for it, the Vista Bridge. And make sure you order it loudly so that you can be overheard by the large group of burly Port of Portland workers sitting at the nearby table from whom you're bound to get a nod of approval or two. A quick note, Dockside Saloon and Restaurant does not have Cholula hot sauce, not even Tapatio, and never mind Sriracha. It's Tabasco or nothing. Just a bit of a PSA to the hot sauce aficionados out there who can't enjoy any meal, especially a chicken fried steak, without their preferred hot sauce. And finally, I'd have to recommend Joe's Cellar Cafe, located at 1332 Northwest 21st Avenue. Their chicken fried steak is probably the best I've had in town, so far. It is hefty, and I often have to take the unconsumed half of it home. I swear, though, that the gravy is what can often cause the downfall of a chicken fried steak dish, but I'm happy to say that the one they serve at Joe's Cellar Cafe is among the tastiest I've had. Almost as tasty as the gravy from Pine State Biscuits. It totally makes the dish. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thepdxbeat. Find us on Twitter as at thepdxbeat. Email us at thepdxbeat at gmail.com. And check out our website at 
www.thepdxb.com. Perhaps one of the other dishes that I use as a barometer with which to decide whether a breakfast joint is worth my while is on how beautifully they pull off the Monte Cristo. And to me, Fuller's Coffee Shop, located at 136 Northwest 9th Avenue, offers one of the best I've enjoyed thus far. It is packed tight with the customary proteins, and their homemade cranberry sauce makes it seem like it's Thanksgiving all year long. A close second is the one offered during weekend brunch at Moo Moo's Restaurant and Bar, located at 612 Northwest 21st Avenue. Order a side of whipped cream along with the obligatory maple syrup, and you'll have the makings of a tasty, hangover-obliterating meal. What's your go-to breakfast dish? Uh, I'd have to say blueberry pancakes. Why that? Um, you know, we, we typically make pancakes in the morning, and blueberry gives them a nice little added flavor. And the antioxidants, of course. Of course. I'm getting old, so I need that to stay exuberant and youthful. And let's say, uh, let's say you go to a, your favorite diner, and they don't have blueberry pancakes. What's your next go-to? Uh, I'll do a chocolate chip or a banana. Still pancakes? Still pancakes. Sweet potato pancakes, if they have them. Yeah, what makes that a go-to? It's not something I would ever make at home. Of all the things that I feel one can easily cook at home, a pancake breakfast is one that is usually quite rewarding to order at diners or restaurants because they often offer the most interesting and tastiest concoctions. Take, for instance, the man cake at Stepping Stone Cafe, located at 2390 Northwest Quimby Avenue. In essence, the man cake is nothing but an oversized version of your run-of-the-mill pancake, with its recent noteworthy claim to fame being featured on an episode of the Travel Channel show, Man vs. Food. It is tasty enough, though, and something about trying to eat a gigantic version of a usually pedantic breakfast offering just warms the heart. But if I'm going to eat a huge pancake... I'll go to Sanborn's Restaurant at 3200 Southeast Milwaukee Avenue, where they offer a mostly sweet selection of their German pancakes, one of which is large enough to feed a family of four. Who am I kidding, though? I ate one of those by myself one time, and I'll do it again. My go-to is something that I would not make at home or have all the ingredients to ever make at home at one time. A loaded veggie omelet. I think an omelet is another breakfast staple that is fairly easy enough to put together at home, but when you can't be bothered, order any of the ones offered at Cup and Saucer Cafe, my favorite location of theirs being the one at 3566 Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard. Their omelet specials are often adventurous and tasty, but the black bean and jack omelet topped with salsa and sour cream that's on the regular breakfast menu will have you saying ole! Okay, that was cheesy. But so is the omelet. And a breakfast episode is not complete without the unusual proclivities of some of our citizens, like our Vietnamese pals enjoying a heaping bowl of hot beef noodle soup for breakfast, or the Filipinos, like yours truly, opting for a plate of cured dried meat, fried eggs, and garlic fried rice as their jump starter meal. Or this one. My go-to breakfast at home is getta. What is that? Geta is a German sausage meat 
type of thing. You can buy it in Cincinnati, Ohio, but you can't buy it out here in the West Coast. But we buy it back there and bring it back out with us so we can eat it out here. We freeze it and then send it out. It's kind of like it's got pork and onions and oats, and you make it into like a meatloaf, and you slice it, and you fry it, and you serve it with eggs. It's pork and beef. You cook it really long, and you cook it all day long with onions and water. It also gets the water cooks out of it, and you add the, like steel-cut oats, and you cook that in with it, and you add lots of different spices. But uh, my dad's been trying to perfect it out here because he can't buy it out here. So he's been for the last 30 years, he's been making it in his kitchen. I don't know if I'm entirely sure what a getta truly is, but I got to get a getta. It'll catch on. And that's our show this week, folks. Music provided by local musician Sweet Nothing. You can find the link to his SoundCloud page on our website at www.thepdxbeat.com, which also features show notes for this episode and links to our past episodes. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher Radio or wherever you download quality podcasts. This has been an episode of the PDX Beat Podcast. I'm Amado Lumba. Thanks for tuning in.